As a traveller, you must take care of your money, for who knows when good fortune will shine on you next. There are those with homes, with families, who take these things for granted. One such person was Dick the Fiddler. He used to spend all the money he earned by playing his fiddle at merrymakings, weddings and fairs on drink. After a week at Darrowen, he was wending his way home to his wife and children. On the way, he passed through Fairy Green Lane. You know, just above the farmstead of Kevin Clothiaite. All of a sudden, he felt rather nervous. I know, he thought. What will banish this fear in me? Ha! I shall play my fiddle. So as he walked, he played his favourite tune, The Crow's Black Wing. And as he passed, the green fields where the fairies to revel. He felt his fiddle suddenly becoming very, very heavy. He heard a rattling and a tinkling inside it. And it continued to get heavier and tinkle more. As he continued on his way to Llwybr Screwreo, his home. When he entered the cottage, he had to listen to harsher music than he was wont to extract from his fiddle. In other words, the angry voice of his wife, who was angered at his absence, justly, I may add, and lectured and scolded him. He was called names which he richly deserved. Idler, fool, drunken sot, so forth. His wife asked him, How is it possible? How is it possible, asked his wife, for me to beg enough for myself and half a house full of children nearly naked while you go about the country spending on drink the little money you earn. The landlord came here this morning and he has threatened that if you do not pay the rent which is so long overdue he will turn us all out 
Me, you and the children. And what will we do then? No doubt you spent all your innings as usual on beer. You haven't got a halfpenny in your pocket. Hush, hush, my good woman, said Dick. See what's in my old fiddle. And she took it. And shook it. And it tinkled. And she turned it upside down. And out fell a handful of bright new five shilling pieces. More than enough to pay the rent and the bills that they owed. She took the money and placed it in a safe place. She asked Dick how he had come into possession of it. And he told her the truth. The next day, he went to Llanidlois to pay his rent. You can imagine the surprise on his landlord's face when Dick arrived. Not begging for mercy as it was his wont. But to pay him the full amount and more. He received a receipt. And Dick, being a man of certain habits, took himself to the the unicorn to sample Betty Brunt's ale before returning home. He'd only consumed, you know, a mere half a dozen glasses when his landlord turned up. Riled. Dick, where do you get that money you gave me? He asked. Why? What's the matter? I paid you the rent. Yes, but it is turned into cockle shells. Well, it was fine when I gave it to you. And here is the receipt as proof, said Dick, waving the document triumphantly. Somebody must have bewitched the coins. He vouchsafed no further explanation, and even when he was gloriously drunk, as he finished up the evening by becoming, no one was able to pump any information out of him as to the origin of the money. He had given the landlord. It's a good lesson, really. Neither a borrower nor a lender be, or a landlord.